Good evening, Charmers. Welcome back to another episode of The Charming Libra. I'm your host, Tasha, and happy Saturday, you guys. I hope everyone's having a wonderful weekend, and I know a lot of you probably have a, I think, a three-day weekend with the 4th of July falling on Monday. Um, I hear a lot of things going down with that. Um, I'm going to a friend's house and we're really just going to chill. We're not doing any fireworks or any kind of stuff like that. We're just going to chill and pretty much conversate, connect, all that good, wonderful stuff. But I'm coming to you from my car because (laughs) I am doing a late evening walk. Um, I had a lot of stuff to take care of again today. Um, more stuff, um, you know, more rare things for the shop. Speaking of, um, I did release some crystals. Um, if you guys want to take a look and support your girl, um, unfortunately the Vivianite has already sold. It sold the second that I put it up there. So that is gone. Um, and I'm looking to get more, but right now, um, the supplier I go to doesn't have any more at the moment. So I am looking to get more. I'm also looking to get ones that you can have in your house. It's actually a very wonderful crystal to have. I almost wanted to keep it for myself because it was so pretty, Um, especially the way I wrapped it. It just looked, it's going to look great with any kind of like deep V-neck and, you know, if you're wearing green or just anything like that, like gold, it just, it looked amazing. So I was like, ooh, I want to keep it for myself. But of course I didn't and it sold in seconds, but... I still have um, the uh, Apophyllite, which is, I'm telling you, if you're on your fucking transformation slash, you know, like light working, Reiki, like a healing journey, that is the one for you. Because like I mentioned, I actually bought one for myself for that reason. I haven't wrapped it yet, of course. I wanted to make sure the store came first. Um, But um, yeah, I bought one for myself because it's that like powerful. So... Um, it basically like when it comes to healing and especially if you do are if you're in the healing arts or anything like this thing will basically take you know like the it'll it'll just basically because it's uh formed in like a pyramid it's gonna form a beam of light like around the you know the patient that you're dealing with where they're getting just like pure healing and you don't really have to do much of anything so I think that's amazing. It just heals your body from head to toe, like mind, body, spirit. So if you're on that kind of journey, I highly recommend to get that. I have only one pendant of that, but I have a big, um, like, you know, uh, piece of it that you can have sitting in your home. So that's, uh, up there. Um, I didn't put everything up there because Etsy was just acting crazy. So I put, um, what else I put? I put the uh, Columbianite, which is a wonderful, wonderful stone, you guys. That is a very, that's a rare stone. It comes from um, Columbia. It's a tektite, actually, a meteorite stone, you know, that hit the earth. So before TikTok blows it up, because it's not even listed on TikTok, like when I put it up there. So it's obviously something that's not really known quite about yet. So now is the time because it, it would, it was expensive for me to get. So I have it at a very decent price. Um, and eventually that's just going to start to skyrocket if it gets noticed on, um, TikTok, just like, you know, like Moldavite and Carnelian, everything. 
But yeah, I have that. The Dioptes will be going up pretty soon. Uh, the little Aquamarine will be going up pretty soon. But I put up the Azurite uh, stone for your house. Um, the Galena, really make sure you get that. That's a wonderful stone to have. Like that, If you want a manifestation stone, there you go. That's a stone that helps you really achieve what you want. Stay focused and grounded. Um, it's very, it has a lot of Capricorn, Capricorn energy in my opinion. So, um, definitely look for that. But if you want to take a look, you know, uh, I have lots of things I put up there as I mentioned. So please go to Alari Sky on Etsy. That's A-L-A-R-I-E-S-K-Y-E Jewelry on Etsy. But I'm here today, uh, because I wanted to talk about, um, the Cancer Man and Woman Body and Soul episode. Um, also, I wanted to um, kind of, I'm kind of wondering, like, you guys know that we are currently in a Neptune retrograde and, um, you know, it <laughs> it heightens our intuition and our dreams. Um, I highly recommend to get a dream journal because I, um, what the hell is going on with this car? It's like making noise. But um, anyways, I, I highly recommend keeping up with your dreams because you guys, my dreams have been, it's just been insane. And the other night, it wasn't even a, it was a very scary one slash hurtful one that I, I literally felt like I was not going to wake up from. And I just want to say like trigger warning. Uh, I'm not going to say the word, but this is what it was about. <sighs> Basically, like. I had a dream that I went to a crystal shop, one of my favorite crystal shops that I go to around here, and there was a shop owner that was like, yeah, you know, uh, we got we got brand new crystals, uh, like rare crystals that I want to show you. And I was like, oh, okay, great, you know, like, this is wonderful, and he was like, yeah, it'd be wonderful for your store, da 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 and I was like, okay, perfect. And so then he's like, but you have to come in the back to see it, so I was like, oh, is that okay, you know, and he was like, yeah, yeah, it's fine, well, you guys, like, when I got back there, like, he started to act weird, and he didn't turn on the light, and I was like, oh, don't you need to turn on the light, and he's like, not quite yet, right, and I was like, well, I'll, you know, I started to feel uncomfortable, it was like, my body was like, something's not right here, like, my intuition knew, like, something's not right, you need to leave, you know, and of course, in my dream, I ignored my intuition, even though it was screaming at me. And then so when he turns on the light, he locks the door and with a bolt. And I was like, what are you doing? You know, and he was like, you know, we, he was like, you know what I'm about to do. And he starts, you know, trying to like rip my clothes off and stuff. And I'm, I started screaming because in my dream, my husband was in the car waiting for me. And I'm like, oh my God, like for some reason, it's like, it's almost like I had my phone, but I didn't. Like it was almost like it was on the table and I couldn't reach for it. So, um, I, I don't know what the fuck is wrong with my car, you guys. I gotta, like, back up or something real quick because it's making these grinding no noises and it's, like, bothering me. Oh, I'm so sorry. It's bothering the hell out of me. I hope that didn't blast you guys' eardrums. There, I just had to back up really quick because shit ain't going there. Okay. But anyways, um... So I was screaming and I was like, help someone, help, help. And then the other shop owner came in and was like, what's going on here? She opened the door. And then so I ran out and he started screaming after me, running after me. And it's like all of a sudden for me to find, like I'm screaming for my husband. And um, 
it's like I couldn't find them. It almost felt like we were in like a the Fast and the Furious kind of thing, you know, where they had like all kinds of cars and stuff all around. And the man's chasing after me, and I'm like, oh my god, I'm calling my husband. And then when I finally see the car, my husband's being <laughs> my husband's being fucked by another girl. Like she's riding the hell out of him, and I'm like, what the fuck, you know? I was like, are you fucking kidding me? And he was like, oh, I, I'm sorry. I don't know what happened. She just came in the car and she just started doing that. And, and he was like, and it was amazing. Like, like, like he was like just in a dream state because it was so good. And I was like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, I can't believe you did that stuff and all that. And I was like, someone's trying to, you know, arm me. And he's like, oh, okay. Like he didn't give a fuck or nothing. And I was like, you know what? I was like, fuck you then. I'll figure it out, you know, so I just start, you know, like, running and trying to, like, hide from this man, because this man's still screaming after me, and eventually, I get into this shop, and I think I'm okay, and I'm like, you know, I start crying, and then, as I turn around, he's like, oh, you thought you got away, and I was, and I screamed, but then I, I woke up, and it, it was just a horrible, it was a horrible nightmare, you guys, I, I was just like, what the fuck did that mean, and the only thing I can think is to me in my opinion it has a lot to do with me like perhaps ignoring my intuition um perhaps like um unintentionally um because I feel like more than ever I have been really following my intuition but maybe there's just something or somewhere where I'm not I don't know I'm ignoring it and maybe some other aspect of my life and then, you know, sometimes I just have, like, weird, crazy dreams of, like, I guess, like, I love my husband so much that I have dreams occasionally, like, you know, like, a girl stealing him from me and, you know, like, stupid stuff like that. And, um, I don't know, like, he just, like, he's, like, happy or something to get away from me and, you know, it's just, it's not, it's very negative energy and I, you know, like, I, of course, rebuke it because it's just like that's just an insecurity sometimes of mine because I have been cheated on before so it's like I have this amazing man you know in all categories and it's not just about you know like what he does for me and his looks like he's handsome he's he takes care of me he you know he knows how to fix everything he's just very creative and it's just like too good to be true you know and I I don't want like sometimes when things are like that, like, my mind wants to self-sabotage and think that, oh, something, no, something has to be up, and I used to be really bad at it, but through my spiritual journey and everything, I've gotten past it, you know what I mean? Um, the man has been here through thick and thin, and we've been through some crazy shit, and, you know, I, I know I can, you know, I know he loves me and everything, it's just, like, sometimes my mind or, you know, like, I get in, like, negative energy, negative thoughts, uh, you know, perhaps, I don't know, sometimes I feel like I get around, like, a kind of energy, and it gets attached to me, and then my mind and my anxiety will start to kind of flare back up, so, um, that kind of has been happening a little bit, like, I think, um, I just actually bought some tea, um, I was listening to The Chakra Girl, I don't know if you guys, um, listen to that, but I really love her podcast, and she had on, I can't remember the lady's name, but she has a company called Desperta where she does, um, you know, tea blends that has, that's infused with all natural herbs plus crystals. 
And one of them is, um, I got the, I think, Morning Mystic, um, because it's really good for, like, kind of awakening your intuition and just, like, giving you a little energy and all that good stuff in the morning. And then I got, I can't remember what the other one is called, like, I want to say, like, Cosmic Sleep or something like that. But it's for sleep, for falling asleep and staying asleep, because I feel like my anxiety is trying to creep back up, um... And that's kind of why I'm coming on this walk. I, mean, I actually have a very hot date with my husband after this. But I just wanted to kind of get like on my hot girl walk and just kind of reflect about that. I actually am wearing a amethyst piece right now um, with, of course, my rose quartz, uh, clear quartz um, pendant that my husband got me. But, um, you know, amethyst is amazing for protection for those of us who, um, you know, like are sensitive or, you know, just feel like, you know, like our empaths and everything. It's, you know, with it being, um, a Neptune retrograde in Pisces, you know, it's a, it's an amazing Pisces stone and I'm also a Pisces moon. So, um, I'm wearing that for protection, you know, and all that stuff and to help me, you know, like calm down cause it does aid in my anxiety. So, um, I was like, I think it's time for me to start putting back on the amethyst for a little bit. Again, it's what my body is asking for. It's what my intuition is telling me to wear. So I'm going to do it. But, um, yeah, I got into kind of like a long tangent, but I would love to know if you guys are having weird, crazy dreams because my Pisces is also in the eighth house. So right now, like I was reading, uh, this little thing about it. Like someone had posted on one of my, um, my Pisces moon group and, um, I noticed that it says in the eighth house, if you're Pisces in the eighth house right now, um, we are like a fucking, like our intuition is so fucking high and we're like a damn portal. Like we're pretty much a magical being right now. Like so much magical shit is happening in us, which I feel, I feel like, like everything that I've been experiencing lately truly has been like bliss like happy and great and I do feel like my intuition is like at its peak right now but also um I just feel like my dreams like and I don't know about you guys but I feel like I have kind of like prophetic dreams sometimes like not everything it's either symbolic or prophetic pro prophetic meaning like I have a lot of deja vus, like I've lived this before, like I've seen what is going to happen before, and then I also have a lot of symbolic dreams that, like, like something is trying to warn me or tell me something, so, um, I met, maybe I'll say this for another time, <laughs> but I was about to say I also met this one man, um, we were talking, we talked for, like, an hour or more at the, um, crystal shop, and, it was weird because we were, our hairs were, our arm hairs were, li were literally standing up because he's also an empath and he was very informative when it came to, like, because I was telling him about my dreams and things that, you know, like, I've been feeling lately and, like, something is going to happen and I've been having a lot of, like, um, what do you call it, like, um, apocalyptic dreams over, and that's been happening over the years and stuff, like, something big is gonna happen, and I don't know what, and he was like, yeah, me too, and some other people that have came in here said that, and, you know, we're all, you know, he was like, are you an empath, and I was like, yeah, I am, actually, he was like, yeah, it's definitely happening to those who are sensitive to energies, you know, we're having these dreams and stuff, and so, um, I bought some amazing crystals, by the way, for this store, like, one of them is a shamanic quartz, you guys, Oh my God, it's so fucking pretty. 
Um, and it's very, it's a wonderful stone and same with mystic Merlinite. So that's going to be coming too. So look out for that. But anyways, yeah. So, um, I don't know. I just want to, uh, you know, I'm sorry. I just got taken with the beauty of nature and the water and everything. And it's just, my heart just feels so, it just feels soft right now. So but yeah, I just, I'm speaking from my heart and I, I just, my dreams have just been way insane more than normal. So I would love to know if anyone else is experiencing this and it, it started to happen. I dream a lot all the time anyway, but it seems to be like really like a lot of weird off the wall dreams, <laughs> like happening even more and more and more since this retrograde. So I'd love to know if you guys are having that issue, but I'm going to go ahead and jump into the, um, episode, um, please hit me up on, um, uh, DM me on Instagram at the charming Libra. Um, I'd really like to know if you guys are feeling this because truly look to where Pisces is in your chart. You know, Pisces is in, like I said, my eighth house. So that's a water house, naturally a Scorpio house. So it's like psychic abilities intuition everything that is like basically spiritual and magical is fucking going insane like I feel like I'm like a little like magical woman that's like waiting to break out of her skin or something but all right so body and soul you guys this is going to start off with the cancer man um it says cancer man cancer man tends to to look more like a Mr. Nice Guy than any other male in the zodiac Cancer's fourth house rule of the general public and of females in particular is perhaps responsible for the preponderance of successful crowd movie actors Tom Cruise, Tom Hanks, Tobey Maguire, Topher Grace, Josh Harnett, John Cusack, Harrison Ford, Robin Williams, and Kevin Bacon. All exude big red, white, and blue box office appeal. America itself is a cancer. Interesting. The crab's appearance tends to be pleasing but placid and not exactly seething with sexuality. Rather, he is the kind of guy a girl would feel readily comfortable bringing home to mother. Even when blessed with the extraordinary good looks, he doesn't generate much heat. Rather, he is cool and pale in its spirit as the moon. He may even be downright innoxious as a result of wanting to blend in and be the real boy. To pick a cancerian out of a crowd, one should scan for the man who seems most intent on avoiding detection, that invisible shell going everywhere he does. Even the most drop-dead gorgeous moon child may escape notice by downplaying his features. Hiding behind overgrown haircut, glasses, wearing inconspic inconspicuous styles of clothing. With friends, he huddles in close circles, typically addressing only those within earshot. He may even face the wall, his back to any larger audience, conducting one-on-one -on -one conversations, standing sideways instead of chatting face-to-face. -face. When caught in an eye-to-eye -eye conversation, he wears a smiling, vacant expression, pretending to hang on every word being said. And though he nods and laughs appreciatively, asking a string of leading questions, it is often fairly evident that he never quite listens to the answers being given. So I don't really know too many cancer men. Um, I do know like one of my friends, uh, does have a cancer boyfriend and the way they describe him is actually kind of on track with that. Um, they're definitely more, um, almost like they kind of like blend in with the crowd a little bit. 
Um, don't really care to be noticed so much, but is very wonderful at conversation and listening. So he's like the only one that I have to like experience with pretty much. Um, other than that, I've never dated a cancer and, um, you know, I've never really been friends with a cancer man. I have a cancer, I have cancer women friends, but not a cancer man. So I thought that was interesting um, with what they said because that's the only experience I've had and it's pretty like straight on with that. The only other one that I know of, which you guys I'm sure are tired of hearing about is Vanderpump Rules go up there and watch that show is full of can Well, it was full of cancers. Um, a few of them got taken off. Um, but if you watch the old episodes, you can see the fucking clusterfuck of what it's like being around too many cancers pretty much. And that's man and woman. But anyways, even the crab's physicality can be painfully vague, generally neither too tall nor too short. Cancer will usually hover in height somewhere around the 5'9 or 5'10 mark. He's fairly well proportioned, neither overt, neither overtly muscular or broad-shouldered, broad nor wimply underbuilt. The most derisive term used to describe him might be weedy. Usually lighter skin rather than other men in his family, he can have a somewhat washed out expression regardless of his ethnic background. And when he's a white guy, his hair will be often, his hair will often be sort of mousy, mousy brown, meets sturdy blonde, making it difficult to put one's finger on a particular hue. The texture of his hair tends toward fine and wispy, and he'll have a rather high hairline, especially at the point straight above his temples. Probably the most distinct feature to his countenance is the form of his face, which is fittingly rather moon-shaped, oval, or even oblong. So to me, when it comes to this section uh, of the episodes that I record, you guys, I feel like this, of course, um, can be Cancer signs, but I really think this goes for a Cancer rising, because the rising sign is, you know, the, it starts our first house. First house is self, and that's how we look. You know, it's 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 our it's what we look like, so... Um, I don't look like really a Libra. I look more like a Leo because I do have like cat eyes, like more like the, you know, like big, uh, like big bubbly cat eyes kind of. Um, but well, I don't want to say cat eyes, but my eyes are really big, but they kind of have like that shape, you know, like where they go up, turn like the sexy eyes, I guess you can kind of say, mm, I don't know, but, uh, that or, uh, and I have a lot of like, you know, like big curly hair. So, <laughs> very uh leonin but anyways uh so if your cancer rising of course um completely this is you pretty much more so though he may be slightly hunched over his head and neck jutting out somewhat stork like made made all the more noticeable by a typically gawky adam's apple cancer is rather sturdily built not one to ever be burned by excess body fat He'll nonetheless tend towards some softness around the chest and middle. Indeed, it seems no matter how much weight he bench presses, cancer's ma cancer man's pecs always have something of a feminine look to them, protruding as as they do just about the nipples, a highly sensitive, sensitive area on this guy and a possible source of great pleasure. If he'd ever get over feeling it's too girly for a guy to enjoy such secretly lurking sensations. The cancer man caveat in a nutshell. Um... I'm actually surprised about this because I know in um, medical astrology, cancers can be prone to um, being weight gained. Um, like, not as bad, I would say, as like Venetian um, 
um, stuff, but they, they like, like mentioned, they were pretty accurate with like around the, their stomach. It'll be kind of like, you know, that's where they put more so of their weight than anywhere else. Um, okay. It says his figure, in fact, may be over so slightly reminiscent of a woman's, his trunk curves and most high waistedly then rounds back as it leads down to his hips. And whereas most men wish they were as naturally blessed with lateral muscles as cancer is the only, this only seems to accentuate his, his dare we say hourglass physique <laughs> he's usually less hairy than other guys in his family though with what fuzzy patches he does possess tend to be more straight than curly and and rather scattered and significant his stomach especially will be accentuated by hair cancer man's lower abdomen is protrusive perhaps due to the signs rulership of this area and his pelvis is broad which what which what with his rounded size and requisite hand of love handles makes him look somewhat hippie even when he's ultraism with the strong shoulders and ample naturally toned arms as well as fairly flat but he is safe from ever looking pear-shaped his legs are as well defined and sturdy as they are graceful lending him the, lending him the, the air of a dancer like his body his penis size hovers somewhere around average still the crab guy does does tend to be rather thick in this area and his balls though not often of the low hangers variety do err on the large side i'm telling you the last few ones i've been really surprised that they say that it's either average or so because i swear I, I you know for a while you guys know i felt like it's always like every guy had a huge giant like bulging you know dick so i'm surprised that it's actually kind of been like chilling out the last few ones i noticed he will have a rather profuse shock of hair about the pubis, which gives the spare quality of the hair on his head can appear rather incongruous. Most than, more than most men, the Cancerian man have an only shaped member. One that bends to the side, curves downward, or has a bulbous mushroom head. And if left uncircumcised, his foreskin can be overlong or too tightly fixed. Ooh, that sounds like painful. Cancer has a, has a distinct manner of moving and gestulating, a nod to his Pinocchio nature. He has a puppety staccato, means a physical expression, often tilting, nodding, or throwing his head back in conversation. Just as he will bend and straighten his wrists or even his ankles in, in, unconsciously in quirky little flipping motions as if he were floating in water, there is always something decidedly goofy about the cancer guy. The precise quality that one finds most endearing about him, that that plus his creative ingenuity, ingenuity, which translates to a quick razor sharp wit, still it's clear that if he wasn't styled so conversely, he might appear quite a bit more offbeat than most guys. His countenance is akin to that of a collegian trying to pass for slightly older with a fake ID, as if he's always attempting to keep a straight face. And even when he is being dead serious, he's hard to take he's hard to take him. It's hard to take him as such. Literally wide-eyed, his lenses are usually paler than those of the other family members. Hazel, for instance, when everyone else's are brown. Or blanched blue when, when others are piercingly bright. His, li his lips, his lids look opalescent, pale pink beneath the light brow. His eye socket shallow and somewhat aged in character, even when he isn't. As a rule, he has a beaky nose and and a somewhat pinched upper lip that lends him a lisping quality, if not literally tra translating into a slight p speech impediment. His expression is made 
all all the more idiosyncratic by a generally irregular or downright crooked set of teeth. His head is generally round and pumpkin-y. <laughs> Aww. But just as cancer man spits himself up to signal that he's going places to a would-be alpha chick, there's something undeniably lost about his expression. Like an orphan, all buttoned up and, sp- and spit-chinned in his eagerness to appear a perfect candidate for adoption. I feel like this, too. I do feel like the men who are cancer have the, like these like kind of like innocent-looking eyes. Um, it's, it's really, like, endearing. Um, in this way, Cancer Man tugged at a woman's heartstrings, getting a girl right here, appearing at once needy for love and determined for success. A one-two punch mini a woman finds irresistible in her search of a man to have and to mold. Even his haircut looks administered to him as if in an effort to spruce up his foundling impression. Cancer Guy, like Aries, tends to focus his grooming efforts on having freshly cut hair. Overall, Cancer's appearance and expression is one of utter sweetness. No matter how hard a shell he tries to maintain, he can't help but appear terminally sensitive. His hands eventually give him away, though his fingers are often finely tapered to near points, a nod perhaps to his crabbish clawing. The man-moon probably possesses the most beautiful paws of any guy in the Zodiac. They seem to say all there is to say about him, strong but gentle, artistic, graceful, and capable. But it is a fresh-faced innocence that causes potential sex par- partners to lower their guard, never expecting to so so unassuming a guy to be as engineered or determined as he is to go in for the kill. So, um, th- that's that's what I was about to say. So I feel like cancer guys, like just from the expression, I feel like you guys would just make amazing husbands and amazing like best friends to be honest like you're just so caring you listen you it's like you're you're just there for you know whoever needs you and that's that's what's special to me because you know like a lot of men wouldn't want to deal with that but I feel like cancer just has a special place in their heart to be open depending on who they are though like their other stuff in the charts because I have seen some closed off cancers too but in general I think you guys are sweethearts um Okay, the next one is Cancer Woman, Body, and Soul. Okay, so in her emotional quest, which leads straight to men, Cancer Woman projects an aura of caring little of her own sex. In fact, in the single active objective of becoming to the be-all-in-all little woman to... Excuse me. Whew, excuse me. A little woman to a guy, she might have such utter disregard for other women her own age that she seems to... That she seems to them a nemesis, a term whose meaning in the context should not be understated. The Egyptian counterpart of our archetypal Greek creatures, Themis is the goddess Isis, a figure associated both with the moon. She wears a moon diadem like Themis, virgin incarnation, and with the advent of the flood, Nemesis, which says Nem Isis, or Nephthys is Isis, Isis's dark sister. Oh, interesting. Or shadow self, which is how Cancer Woman represents herself to all her sisters. Other women to whom she only shows her dark side while, like the moon, turning her other shinier face to men, like those infamous stepsisters in Cinderella. Cancer can come across as conniving, vainglorious, phony, and manipulative, not to mention totally insympathical to fellow females. Oh my god, like, you guys, please, this describes the first what season first two or three seasons of Stassi from 
from um, <laughs> Vanderpump Rules, she was extremely bitchy to other girls, like, besides her friends, but she was an asshole, like, a true villain, and, like, she was chill with, like, the guys and stuff, but the girls, she was an, she was a bitch, too, um, in the first few seasons, so if you want to see that kind of cancer, because my friend, at least my cancer girlfriends, I, I, I haven't seen a bitchy side of them, but I know cancers can be. But she, but Stassi really is the only one that I've seen like an action that really stands forward to this um, in the first few seasons of Vanderpump Rules. But it says it, it just it, it isn't just Cinderella who represents cancer female in this story. Rather, all the female characters are potential aspects of the Moonchild's uh, personality, such as her own stepmother needing to achieve womanly wisdom, godmother, and in the process alternating between the perfect princess to men and a wicked pain in the ass to women. Being a demure darling so to men, no matter how disingenuous is a popular tack for a, can for a cancer to take, she makes a man feel like the big, strong protector. At times, she'll trade in her sweetheart pen for a lampshade crown, uh, presenting herself as the proverbial party girl who promises a good time, yet such a display is usually the mark of a cancer and a lot of pain and denial, often literally dancing as fast as she can in an effort to escape the chaotic emotions being put into her self-evolutionary path. What, what cancer senses mainly, the sign's motto is, I feel, is acute loneliness something she'll remedy the best way she knows how, whether by being the dutifully doting damsel in distress or ensuring a ball will be had by all she acts in a way to bring about the desired results notice a glance at a list of famous cancer women which include the likes of meryl street princess diana francis mcdormand linda ronstadt carly simone pamela anderson christian mcvee Isabel adjani eddie falco courtney love and Liv tyler reveals that this is a sign with tremendous emotive power we can all agree on that right <laughs> um indeed cancer often looks like one who is just about to cry yes for sure like cancer girls they do like you guys have these big like almost like eyes that look like they're all like they're on water status like you just say the wrong thing and it's just gonna start like leaking tears like you guys are very beautiful though too you're very beautiful you're very innocent looking like a little princess but you're so fucking fierce um, it says it is her default expression in all pouting mouth and will welling eyes and indeed she can do so at the drop of a hat she is an emotional wellspring and is sometimes just plain messy actresses of this sign seem to draw strength from their raw emotional natures whether it's the eternal victim janet lay or a put upon drama queen meryl streep or the embodiment of emotional chaos courtney love never mind the delphic implications of her band's name whole imagine i mean emotion is cancer woman's power the more cancer feels or indeed aches the more formidably alive she becomes and if the moon girl is anything she is vivid a disposition that tends to rub other women the wrong way true the crab certainly takes up more than her fair share of space emotional or otherwise becoming a nemesis in the most literal sense she cancels other females out by absorbing most of if not all the available male attention thinks cinderella entering the ball Indeed, no female inspires more jealousy than cancer women, a vivacious and often consciously seen still in character. There is no denying that cancer women pushes the limits of emotional abandon, a result, no doubt, of feeling abandoned, often becoming hooked on a desire to shock 
a propensity that becomes far more addictive than even partying does. In fact, despite her raw openness of emotion, drugs or alcohol are not typically her demise, which isn't to say they won't help fuel her desire to be the life of the party. The centripetal force that draws others, particularly men, to her, more often than not, you'll hear cancer well before you see her. She's the one laughing a bit too loud, her voice carrying over all others. Then again, she could just as easily be the girl moping in the corner, whispering only to her boyfriend. In either scenario, she still draws attention to herself. Many a cancer gravitates between these extremes as if her mood depended on the course of the moon and that's exactly what it is like you guys it's uh, moves are like the moon it's waxing and it's waning constantly so that's why you guys are so damn moody <laughs> she'll dump the party girl persona as necessary playing instead the proverbial last one takes home to mother both excruciatingly important cancer cancerian concerns she looks the part despite her country of Oregon. cancer is generally a wholesome and all-american as apple pie Added to which she styles herself in colorful, curvaceously cut, rather middle-of-the-road fashions that portray a sort of feminine stereotype, even when presented satirically, as in the case of Courtney Love's baby doll get-ups gone bad, Cancer wants to look as much the girl next door as possible. Makes sense. Makes sense. Cancer's associated with the ages 21 through 20, 28 manifests in the girl moonchild as a sort of wifey taste whereby she appears internally marriageable and more than any woman ready to settle into any suburb in the offing still the neighbors might be surprised to discover she has a penchant of key parties indeed calling cancer a flirt doesn't even begin to describe her overt gestures toward the opposite sex if she feels inclined to deliver them when sexually inspired cancer throws herself at the object of her lust leaving no questions as to her interest, unlike the male counterpart, the female crab is no creature of subtlety. I see that, which is it's interesting that it's like opposites. There is even something exaggerating in her looks. Her complexion is bright, her physicality bubbly and balanced, her eyes beaming, and her smile naturally pasted on like that of some beauty pageant contestant. Indeed, of all the women in the Zodiac, nobody can flash a set of pearly whites the way a crab can, as she generally gifted with a beautiful albi exaggerated mouth and oversized teeth. And with a, French, with a fresh, creamy, often lightly freckled complexion, Cancer is a contradiction in terms. A congenial hometown girl who just as soon grab a guy's package as Stan there smiling at him, perhaps because of the, the years 21 through 28 are associated with mating. Cancer seems born to make a love connection. Whether or not she's in a relationship, the crab requires even even demands regular sex still because of her generally conservative sometimes corporate style of dress there is rarely anything truly sleazy about her even the slaggier slaggier likes of courtney love and pamela anderson have been known to scrub up nicely some cancers take their watery mother mother earth status quite seriously albeit um, subconsciously espousing a sort of crunchy granola often witchy medieval style opting for such items as leotards tunics peasant dresses and shawls meant to de-emphasize the bosom if she's thus endowed it seems cancer women are polarized along the breast size spectrum having either size sizable jugs or the barely there mosquito bite variety either way she tends to suffer from a serious case of boob envy if she is chesty this will tend to be her most overtly feminine feature the rest of her remaining relatively slim hips short-waisted and long-legged she looks great in jeans only she'll opt for a woman's cut rather than just pulling out a pair of 501s 
Often Cancer has the lean build of a runner with rather light bones that are nonetheless large. Her frame appears most slight when viewed from the side, whereas looking at her face on, she appears more broad-shouldered. Her arms dangling a bit far from her size. Even if willow thin, Cancer still has a gentle curve about her figure. A swan-like stature marked by a longish neck, upright carriage, and arched back. She often has the bearing of a degus dancer. I, I don't know what that is. Generally graced with a flat tummy, a definite source of pride. She may even put off pregnancy to retain it. Obsessing on snapping her shape back after giving birth, her ass is usually round, though not overly ample. And more than any other zodiacal sign, Cancer takes pride in the, in the appearance of her pussy, prettifying it with a whisper chin coif as to somehow make it more lovable a treat. A little present sands the bow to the prince who sweeps her off her feet. Cancer tends to be very much the blonde, and if not literally, then in person, in personality. Actually, she will be light-haired, lighter hair, just as she is lighter skinned, regardless of et ethnic background. Rather, other females in her family, and if such lightness doesn't happen naturally, there's something about the sign that tends its native girls straight for the bottle of bleach, that is. Maybe it's a symptom of being the mythic Cinderella, who must appear literally fairer than the rest. She wears her hair loose and long, and if it's not naturally straight, she'll lend it a hand not generally big on makeup cancer instead opts for a natural beauty look except when it comes to her lips and eyes which she paints and mascaras sometimes in the extreme so as to better be able to smile and bat her lashes at the potential st stag she she seeks to snag and that's it you guys that's quite interesting that you know the um it's like the men and women are like opposites so that's interesting but I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I'm going to go ahead and go on my little walk. And then I got a hot date tonight with my hubby. And I hope you guys have a wonderful weekend. Happy 4th of July. Um, be safe. Please take care. Be responsible. I love you guys so much. And also don't forget to visit my store, Alari Sky, on Etsy to get yourself some crystals either for your home or to wear. Um, that's, remember, A-L-A-R-I-E um, at... S-K-Y-E jewelry at, on Etsy. So remember, don't type it in on Google because it's not going to work. You literally have to go to Etsy and then type it in and it will pop up. So you guys have a wonderful time and I love you so much and take care.